0: Hey, Patricia, welcome to the Born For This podcast. It's so good to have you on today. I am excited. How are you doing? It's Friday. It is Friday. Praise the Lord it, for Fridays. It, they're just wonderful. Like They in, are. In every possible way. They are. Um, well, I am just, I'm so excited to have you on and for those of you who are listening that don't know, Patricia, I mean, I consider you a friend because once I talk to you like <laughs> one time on Instagram, I'm like, oh, we're friends, right? Like that's how it works. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is how friendship is built during pandemics when you can't right. I'm like, no, no, no. She responded to my Instagram message. We're best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we actually, I found you, that sounds creepy, but I found you through, um, when you took over Insta stories for be a heart, um, mm-hmm. their Instagram account, if you have not checked them out, go check them out now, a little plug for them. Um, and I just instantly fell in love with your heart and your, just the way that you were so, I don't know if you can, if I can even say like, you were so gently and lovingly sharing information about what was going on or is currently going on, um, mm-hmm. you know, within the black lives matter movement and, everything that's happening with George Floyd, it was like the heart, the, the height of that, you know, right. situation was going on. It just started and it was really amping up. And I just felt like you so beautifully talked about your perspective as a black woman, but also as a black Catholic, because that's a whole, you know, other, I don't know, what, what do I even call it? I mean, that's a whole other part of being in a different community. You know, like I think, oh, we're we're all Catholic. We're all, you know, it's all the same for everybody. Well, apparently not. Like, what, way to be white, Clarissa. Like, good job. So whenever you were on there, I was like, oh my gosh, like you, you very boldly shared so many different thoughts and perspectives that I had not even considered, which I'm like, oh, well, I'm not a black woman, so I can't possibly understand what it's like to be one. But I loved how you shared your heart, and so I just was like, I don't know what I have to do to chase you down to get you on <laughs> to do my podcast. But here we are. Thankfully, it didn't. I didn't have to work too hard. You made it really easy for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, the stalking did not have to go that far. No, <laughs> no, it really, it really didn't. <laughs> That's great. Oh my goodness. So I, I do want to like make sure though that like there's no misleading. So I apologize if I didn't. click clarify this, but I'm not Catholic. Oh, you are um, not Catholic. So, okay. um, yeah, I was invited on, though, by Be Heart Design and just really excited about the ecumenical relationships, friendships that I've been building. Yeah. And and still just as, you know, a, a believer and a follower of Christ, um, mm-hmm. there are just so many really important conversations that need to happen within the Christian yes. community yes. and from the perspective of listening and engaging with our black and brown brothers and sisters who have very absolutely. different experiences in so many ways with our white brothers and sisters within the community as well
0: mm-hmm. absolutely thank you for clarifying that i guess i just assumed because Bea a heart's very catholic that yeah like everybody, <laughs> i don't know i'm just okay all right well moving on from that thank you yeah <laughs> no clarifying. no you're totally fine <laughs> but you love jesus and that's what matters I, yep exactly i love <laughs> jesus <laughs> So you have a, a blog called "Some Thoughts from Your Black Friend." I don't think I messed that up, did I? I think that's right.
1: No, you did not. You nailed it.
0: Okay, okay perfect. So, how I wanted wanted to um, kind of jump in and have you share with the listeners how that how that came about because you have some really great content on there.
1: Thank you, um, and just thank you for everything that you said previously too. It's um... <sighs> Yeah. I feel like the word for the season has been overwhelming (laughs) because as I'll get into just the story of how I did begin the blog to where I am now um, was just a really slow broil. And then it went from like slowly, slowly, slowly. Then I felt like, I, Oh, suddenly I'm shot out of a cannon. And so, um, you know, it's just been really an interesting journey, but I actually started, I'm a mom of three beautiful girls. And, um, after my firstborn arrived, I started a blog that I guess would be considered under the mommy blogger heading. And that was eight years ago. And in the last few years, you know, I started monetizing and was just really active and, um, you know, that was, that was my thing. But at the same time, I was having a real uh, tug on my heartstrings when it came to this conversation of racial justice. Um, In 2016, as a matter of fact, it was four years ago this week, um, both Alton Sterling and Philando Castillo were killed by police officers. And then there were protests and rallies similar to what we're seeing happening now in our country Mm -hmm. um, and globally. Um, And then there was Uh, a really unfortunate incident that happened in Dallas where a black man uh, murdered some police officers at one of the, at the rally that was happening in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up going, um, the whole week was just devastating. I mean, every part of it, every loss Mm -hmm. of life, you know, these men who have families and and people who are mourning them, these police officers, it was all crushing and heartbreaking to me. Um, But that weekend after this happened, I went to four different church services or events, and not one of them offered prayer for the black community. Mm. Like, and some of them were like, We need to pray for Dallas, pray for the police officers. I'm like, Yes. And, you know, like, and what? Like, you know, like, there's no excuse for, you know, that retaliation, that violence. In no way, shape, or form do I co sign or agree with that at all. Mm-hmm. But it should not be a, in competition or something that makes you feel weird or strange to also offer a prayer for this community. That's
0: hurting. Right. And have it be that that, you pray for this, this person or that person, and it can't be both.
1: Right. It can't be both. Right. Exactly. It's not, you know, a mutually exclusive thing. Mm -hmm. And so looking back, it's the timing, like I said, of this conversation is really interesting because I've um, just realized that was a big turning point for me. And then two months after this happened, I wrote a post on my other blog page called Some Thoughts from Your Black Friend. And that was in September of 2016. And it was just all these feelings I was having and trying to process. And I felt like I was looking everywhere to see like, hey, am I the only one thinking this? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. "Like I'm just really hurting and I'm looking for a voice that is kind of affirming what I'm feeling as a black woman, as a black Christian woman, the things I'm not hearing or seeing. And then I really believe the Lord said, well, you're not finding it because that needs to be you. Mm. And so I was like, okay, I guess if you say so, I'm going to be obedient. And I remember being terrified to share that that article, especially because it wasn't, you know, on brand. It wasn't aligned right. with, with what I'd been
0: doing. Well, so are feeling that level of isolation too, yeah. I, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in saying, okay, well, nobody's praying for us or for me or, right. you know, or, or, not, or I mean, not feeling like anybody is, at least you're not calling mm-hmm. it out. So then to also enter into the space of isolation of like, I guess I'm it, like I will be the right one. <laughs> like, Yes. About
1: yes. <laughs> it was so intimidating. Um, And then the beauty, though, that came from that was not only the responses that were people who, like you shared at the beginning, oh, that's a perspective I never considered, but the people who were like, thank you for saying what I've been trying to articulate. You know, Mm -hmm. thank you for making me feel seen. And then I just, I knew that, you know, a seed was planted. And um, even though it was planted then, honestly, I ran from it. Like, I was terrified. It was a scary thing. Um, I don't think anyone says, I'm going to have some fun conversations on racism today. <laughs> you know, Bro, like that's like, <laughs> like, that is not something like there, even if they are, if they go well and people are responsive, it's always a heavy thing. You know, and especially
0: you always feel like you have a target on your back, like, right, you know, just, right. just waiting, like, okay, well, maybe we'll receive right now, but like, yeah, when backlash coming,
1: yes, when does the backlash coming, you know, and then just the emotional investment as a black woman, like, always speaking from a place, even if it's a conversation, just sharing facts or you know, more educational, you know, based is still my experience cannot be separated. Um, Mm -hmm. So it really, you know, from that point on, I can look back, right, with that clarity and say, that's really where it began. But it was only a year ago in April, where I decided to pivot and step out and create a separate space dedicated to this. And then even then I stalled out because it was, you know, this fear. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. I just have to name it. I was afraid of what I feared man more than I I feared the Lord in that sense of reverence and being obedient. And mm-hmm. all through last year um in multiple occasions I had someone say to me or speak to me that delayed disobedience is still disobedience. Ooh. And I was like, oh, "Okay. All right, Jesus. Oh man, that one's <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's different." I'm like, "But you know, I I I was fasting and praying at the beginning of January of last year, 2019 when, um, this all came about. And I really, again, believe that the Lord was saying, now's your time to step into this. Mm-hmm. Then a year passed. And I just, the whole time I was just, you know, sticking my toe in the water. I didn't yeah. fully, <laughs> you know, um, submerge myself. And, you know, I just, I started to feel guilty. And then I, I was like, man, I need to really evaluate so many things. Um, I, I care too much about what other people think. Um, I'm operating out of my own strength and, you know, my own like perception of what or who I need to be before I'm qualified, you Mm -hmm. know, to do this and to step into this. And I wasn't operating on the gifts that the Lord had already given me and what He had said, and trusting that if I just take a step and then another step and then another step, He's with me all the way. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning of this year, Honestly, I got tired of myself. Like, I got tired of of this like process of like going forward then stalling, then going forward then mm-hmm. stalling. And so I just made. I had a long conversation with my husband because my other blog site, you know, was contributing monetarily. And I said, I really want to step away from this. I can't do both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not Superwoman. Even in my mind, I am sometimes. <laughs> I am not Superwoman, and I really want to give this a real effort. And mm-hmm. So that was a huge step for me to, you know, the other page is still operating very loosely. (laughs) Um, But I really have shifted my focus. And that's what it needs to be, because this is my passion. And this, I do believe, is my purpose and calling all wrapped into one. Um, And it's a blessing to know that. And I know so Mm -hmm. many people who are are just wondering kind of where they fit. And for me, I felt like I knew, but I was just getting in my own way.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So
1: that was, you know... I'm grateful for God's timing, you know? And and when I say that, it's that I still felt um, like somehow I had missed it Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: of this delay. And even after I, I, we had this talk at the beginning of this year and I said, we're gonna do this, I'm going to do this. And I still was slow. I was still like, can I really do this, you know? (laughs) like Here's where the rubber meets the road. And so when I finally, it, it was like pulling off a Band-Aid that I finally needed to pull off. And when I did, um, that's when I got to this point of feeling like I got shot out of a cannon, because then I started to post more consistently, be more confident in, in my own voice. And I, and I love to share and like curate other people's voices and amplify other people and, and share other resources. But I was being more confident in my voice. And then when everything did happen with Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George mm-hmm. Floyd suddenly I had this following, you know, and I had people that I felt were looking to me and I'm like, this is weird. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, this is what, what I have this page for, but like in my tagline on my profile, I'm like, I'm nobody's expert. I'm just a black right. woman living in America. Please right. don't look at me like an expert, you know. So right. it was as you go into like, like right. edit that to make it bigger and bigger. So, right. please, so like, please that all caps, all caps. Yeah. you know, <laughs> like please. Um, but again, it was just it was like revisiting that that fear conversation. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I felt like I wasn't ready to kind of be thrust into this this place of of you know, doing the anti-racism education that I'm doing. But the Lord was like, you've been preparing this for four years. Like I've been preparing you for this for four years. Now things are just coming together and it feels like it's happening so fast, but you have been preparing for this. Mm -hmm. And as long as, you know, I have great friends, a great circle of friends and my husband's support. And they just keep me grounded and keep me from going to that place where I feel like I have to live into someone else's expectations. Mm -hmm. Oh, well now my following count is from a few hundred to a few thousand. Now they're going to expect that I post this or say this or, you know, or put those on myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And just remember like, I'm doing this for, for God's glory. Mm -hmm. And because I believe wholeheartedly that the sin of racism breaks his heart. Yes. Like every other sin, it breaks his heart it's devastating. It, it fosters brokenness and, and Mm -hmm. hatred and disparity. And I just want Mm -hmm. my heart to break for what breaks other people's hearts. I mean, for what breaks God's heart. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it it has been challenging to see from some within a Christian community who have not allowed their hearts to break for this. And, and I say, but I'm, I'm your sister and this Mm -hmm. is hurting me then, can you at least just step into that place of empathy yes. and, and just want to understand from that my experience may be something you could never relate to or never understand, but it's real for me?
0: Mm-hmm. I think there's so, much, there's so much power for change when we are allowed to have, we allow ourselves to have not only empathy, but that takes a great amount of humility.
1: Mm. for me to
0: say, I can't possibly know everyone's experiences. Like there's no way because we are, we're an expert at our own lives. So you are, you as a, as a black woman living in America, like you are an expert at your own experience. And so Mm -hmm. who better to share about your experience than you. And if we can't humble ourselves to be able to listen to a sister in Christ who's hurting Mm -hmm. and who's speaking on behalf of a very large population of people, then what, like, what are we even doing? Like, how can we even call ourselves Christian or, you know, I'm, I'm baffled by people who have so strongly labeled themselves as pro-life, but Mm -hmm. they can so easily toss aside a life or justify the death of someone when it's, when it's tragic. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, if you're going to get upset and be heartbroken for abortion, like you need to jump on board with this, this, this brokenness as well, because this is all part of it. And this is not what God calls us to yes. when we're talking about respecting his creation. Mm-hmm. Can
1: I snap? Can I, well, I wish you could hear my snap, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that, I mean, that really is, that's a hard part of it to just to, to have that knowledge, to carry that knowledge mm-hmm. with me that as much as I may shout from the rooftops, this thing is hurting me, you know? that there will be people who will still turn the other way. Mm-hmm. There will be people who are still like, yeah, it's real sad about Breonna Taylor, but eh, you know, Oh, well, what, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And just move on." It's like, no, what if this was your child? Mm-hmm. You know, what if this was your sister? You know, I've, I've shared posts before using um, myself and using my family as a way to humanize it, mm-hmm. humanize the situation. You know, with Ahmaud Arbery, I shared a post on my page with, with a picture of he and his mother and then side-by-side side with my mother and my brother. And, you know, it, it just is very personal because I think that mm-hmm. what if it's my brother who's a hashtag? What if it's me yeah. who's a hashtag? And I think it's good and it helps connect the dots for people, but there is something in me that fights against the fact that we would need to work so hard to humanize mm-hmm. someone, you know. Um, just like you said, skipping past whatever opinions on what you think was right or wrong about the situation can we just know that god's heart is breaking because a Mm -hmm. life was tragically taken you know like it doesn't matter if they had a record before it doesn't matter if you know all these things that people kind of want to deflect and point to Mm
0: -hmm. none
1: of that matters they're gone and people are hurting and Mm -hmm. we can enter into that pain Mm -hmm. and there are so many people saying that and voices who are declaring that that i that's one thing I do love about social media and being able to, you know, point to other people because Mm -hmm. I don't want the responsibility of like speaking for my race, you know, in that way. Like I, I just want to speak for me and like you said, exactly. Like I'm an expert on my own experience and I, I am taking the time because I do feel like it is what I'm to walk in Mm -hmm. to do a lot of education and sharing, but it's also important to not, have that expectation on other black believers, you know, just assuming like, oh, okay, you can just tell me everything about, you know, race and racism, um, because you're black and, you know, it's, it's right. really personal to enter into that space with someone.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I know as a, I have you know, mental health counselor and I have several clients who are, who are such incredibly strong black women and, you know, being able to, just walk in their experience alongside mm-hmm. them and support them and say, what do you need from me? And how can I support you? Because again, you know, I can't even, they're, they're sharing experiences and things that I, I can relate to on, you know, certain level maybe because, Oh, maybe I've had this one experience or, you know, someone's fearful of like running by themselves. Okay. Well, I'm fearful as a woman of running by myself because mm-hmm. what if I get attacked or so I can maybe bring myself on that level but I don't have a fear of, you know, being shot down for, for running in an, in my own neighborhood, right. you know, like, right. and so it's just, I think it's a true gift. If you are open to receiving that, to be able to sit in someone's experience, because that is, that is a precious thing. If someone is saying, I want to share my life with you and I mm-hmm. want to open up to you about this and you reject that. Oh man! Like we just went back twenty-five steps. Like that's yes. not that's not where change occurs, and that's not where healing happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a powerful statement. You know, that's not where healing happens. And I think for anyone, we want to be seen and heard.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: one thing that I've come up against as I, you know, get more bold with sharing and using my voice in this way is, is a pushback that comes from a place that somehow my experience negates your experience. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to compete for, <laughs> you know, like I have the best of the worst experiences. So listen to me. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I, I had a this was again years ago, but just part of this path that I've been on, an experience with with someone who basically said, all these other things are important, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. abortion is important is you know from a fellow believer Mm
0: -hmm. abortion
1: is important sex trafficking is important um support for our military is important all these other things are important Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: so why are people whining about racism oh and this happened right after charlottesville those white supremacy um rallies that happened in charlottesville virginia Mm -hmm. and i just remember thinking so you just reduced something that's very real to me because as a white woman you you can't understand or enter into what racism feels like but i like you said have experience with every one of these things that you have listed Mm -hmm. you know from having family in in the military or you know just having friends or you know experiences with people who who have had you know sexual abuse you know as part of Mm the story and just different things but because you don't understand this problem or this issue, you just reduced it to meaning nothing. Right. And it was really painful um, for me to see that. And it was on social media. You know? mm, <laughs> but to see course. the number of people who were like, yeah, 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 say it, say it, say it. And I'm like, no, no, no. And, and you know, I, I reached out to that person privately because I'm not about that. As much as I'm on social media, I'm not... Very rarely am I in the comment section, you know, because right.
0: uh, so I well, reached and, out to and them. Shaming, shaming the person that shamed you doesn't, right. doesn't offer any productivity. It does,
1: yeah. It, it does not help at all. And I really try to be gracious and honest at the same time and just said, hey, as your black sister in Christ, this was really hurtful for me to read. I agree. All these things you've listed are important. I mm-hmm. totally agree with you. And also, racism matters, even, Mm -hmm. you know, even if that's something that you, you can't see and, you know, I don't know, like, I don't know if she even gets it to this day, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, it was just a weird, you know, experience, but it really highlighted to me that um, somehow there is a, and I, and I mean, to a certain extent, just as humans, we all have to fight against this individualistic mentality and this thought process that if we, like sacrifice something. And if Mm -hmm. we are giving something up uh, or if we're, you know, putting ourselves second Mm -hmm. to to listen to someone that we're somehow sacrificing something that's too great. Mm -hmm. But then I think of the example of Jesus and, and we look all through Mm -hmm. the Bible and it was, the disconnect there is, is, is hard for me. (laughs) You know, like we, like we are called to, to serve we're Mm -hmm. you know, to love our neighbors. This is what loving our neighbors look like. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that it costs us anything, really,
0: right? I love what you had to say specifically, and I don't remember which story or post this pertained to, but you were talking about how it can be confusing for Christians to, or maybe create conflict with the Black Lives Matter like hashtag and that specific movement because it is, you know, there there are aspects of it that are not aligned with Christian values, and how I really thought it was very powerful how you said, like, this movement, movement or not, like, there are people that are, that are hurting that need you to speak up and speak out Mm -hmm. and educate and learn. And I think it's so easy for people out of fear and defensiveness to say, oh, well, that, that organization, you know, believes this, this, and this, and I don't believe in that. So then I can't support anything. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, but that organization is not all people. And there are going to be, you know, black brothers and sisters who also don't agree with certain aspects of that organization,
1: Exactly. but what we
0: can, Mm -hmm. I feel like, so, but what we all, I feel like need to agree on, or like, I'm just baffled how we don't all come to this conclusion that every life is important. And that includes our black brothers and sisters who are suffering right now. Like Mm -hmm. how, how, like, why is that hard? Why is it a hard conclusion to come to? Like I really am mind blown. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like I'm sorry. What? We're not loving everyone? I thought that's like (laughs) is that not what we do here? (laughs) Right? Is that not what we do here? (laughs) (laughs) I just I love that you pointed that out. Where it kind of gave to me gave gave permission in a way to be able to speak, but not necessarily latch on to that specific organization. And cause I did I'm like, I don't know, like, is that, is that okay? Like, do you have to use that hashtag or, or what, you know, I think there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. of how to post in the right way and in a respectful way and like not wanting to unintentionally cause more hurt and more pain in, in the world of people who are already hurting. Right. Yeah. And I think that
1: the the most hurtful thing to me has been not people who try and, and make a mistake. And maybe you're like, Oh, that didn't come off the way I wanted, or I tried, but that missed the mark. The most hurtful thing has been silence.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, that that's been the most painful. The most painful thing is, like you said, the people who, if, if I'm, if I'm, Pleading with you, if I'm sharing from my heart, if I'm stating as plainly and clearly as possible that I'm not here trying to persuade you to feel however you feel about an organization, I would just really feel affirmed and valued and appreciated if you could simply say that my life matters. Mm -hmm. And for that silence to still remain in some situations, that is the painful part. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the part that that's hard for me to wrap my mind around too, (laughs) because I think, you know, most people would say like, of course, of course, you know, your life matters. Mm -hmm. Well, then say it. Right. You know, I don't think that's too much to ask to, to simply say it.
0: Right. And I do feel like we all at some point need, need validation. And I think that there's this big hurdle that I feel like we as a society have to jump through. And the reason why, like you said, it is so important to humanize these these individuals as if they weren't already human that Mm -hmm. are, you know, have been so brutally taken from this world is the fact that we're having to work through this desensitization that's happening with what were the video games that people are playing. And the, I mean, I feel like there's more crime shows on TV than anything else. And when you have so many villains, so to speak in these shows, or perpetrators or whatever that are being portrayed as people of color, mm-hmm. that is placing, you know, a bias in our mind. And that's painting that picture that that person's not safe. And then, or if you're playing video games and everybody's just shooting everybody, well, somebody a ha- pop up on a news, you know, newscast that somebody got shot. Then, you know, you just, I just feel like you, it, you have to work so much harder to r- realize that these are, these are people's sons and daughters and brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and, 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 you know, some are parents. And like, I just think that we're mm-hmm. in such a place of as a whole pain and suffering and, right and all of that's being constantly fed to us. So it's harder to, to understand it because it feels like, Oh, we're constantly surrounded. So how mm-hmm. do you, how do you pick what we focus on? Because it's everywhere.
1: Right, right. It's a, it's a depravity that's come with what we've normalized. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Like this is a, this is a really hard thing, but we're moving along now. <laughs> you know, um, it's it just makes me think of a conversation I've had quite a bit surrounding these, you know, recent situations, which unfortunately there are so many. But um, with the the videos that were circulating regarding Amal Arbery and george floyd and how there have been so many people who have said like it's the video or the videos that spurred this movement forward like Mm -hmm. people seeing it that watching that eight minutes and 46 seconds you know and just seeing this man's Mm -hmm. life leave his body Mm -hmm. and i watched the ahmaud arbery video did not intend to i wasn't looking for it i was on instagram scrolling and It was one of those things like, oh, what's, what is this? What am I watching? Oh, oh, wow. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it it wrecked me. Mm
0: -hmm. Like it
1: it absolutely wrecked me. And I refused to watch the George Floyd video. And it's, uh, it's been, again, like there's so much tension I feel like I'm carrying (laughs) because I'm like, good, like people are like for all the people who still are not, (laughs) you know, uh, the stepping forward and stepping up and just trying to learn and grow and listen and empathize. There are lots of people who are, and that's a good thing. But there's a part of me that says, I've been saying this for a while now <laughs> mm-hmm. and lots of black. And again, like I said earlier, I don't want to speak for, for all, cause we're not a monolith, but the, if you look at a consensus of black people, we feel like we've been saying this for a long time. Why should it take a video mm-hmm. of someone dying for there to be this light bulb moment of, oh, this is something that actually happened and it's real, and and I feel sick now and it's disgusting and I should do something, mm-hmm. you know, and and so there there is definitely like different conversations just about that that people are like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to watch a video of, of a man dying before you care, right. and there are those who say, but if that's what's going to take for people to care, then let them watch it. And, and that, I think, has so much to do with, like you said, what's already happening around us all the time, what we're inundated with, what, you know, what we are seeing, what the stereotypes that are being perpetuated, you know, in all of these, you know, movies and, and TV shows and, and stories. And, and even for me as a black woman, you know, the huge stereotype of the angry black woman. Mm -hmm. you know, has also been something that's, that's caused me to, to doubt when it comes to using my voice. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I am angry. I have a righteous anger because this is an injustice and it breaks my heart, but it doesn't mean I'm just, you know, some like neck shaking, head swerving, you know, oh, I'm just angry all the time, woman. And, there are black women who shake their head and swerve their necks. And I do it too. Sometimes like that mm-hmm. still does not take away from anything. Well, <laughs> I that- saying, and there's,
0: there's white people that do that too. Right. People, like that's not <laughs> exactly exclusive. like that's not
1: exclusive, you know, but for it to be used in a way that's like, Oh, we can't listen to her. Cause she's just the angry black. She's just the right. angry black woman. So, uh, I know that she's upset right now, but we're going to dismiss her because she's just too angry.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that- act like you're just viewing
1: nonsense instead of truth. Right instead of truth and instead of listening, Mm -hmm. you know, and instead of wanting it to be, you know, we can receive so many messages from people we don't know, things we watch on TV and and things that don't really matter in the long run. Um, Mm -hmm. and they just get into it. Like they just, they're just always like, we're always being informed by something, Mm -hmm. but it's really, um, it's fascinating when you want to choose like, like pick and choose whose voices you're going to receive from when it comes to these like important topics that are actively happening because oh, I don't like how that person sounds mm-hmm. okay are they speaking truth though you know are they right. are they speaking truth then you, then your 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 comfort is not the priority <laughs> but receive right. what they're saying
0: right absolutely and I think there there's something to be said on okay are you is someone eloquent or not? Like, am I understanding what the message is? Or, right. Or is that person speaking truth? Are they speaking out of ignorance? Are they speaking, you know, like where you gotta, you gotta kind of look mm-hmm. at where's where are the words coming from. Right. Sure. Right.
1: Use that discernment. Yeah.
0: But just downplaying someone because they're, they're passionate and angry and upset. Like you said, having that righteous anger because what's happening is not of God and is not what, what God has has called us to do. mhm that silence is, is the opposite of what we're, what God's calling us to do. Like how, how is staying silent doing any, any justice for, for his glory in heaven? And like, that's not, you're not going to get anyone to heaven by staying silent. Mm-hmm. So if you're not speaking up on an injustice that is pure evil, then that's counterproductive. It kind of, right. to me, that goes along with that, like, you know, disobedience is still, or delayed disobedience is still disobedient. Yes. If we're silenced, like to me, that's like, I'm just, I imagine like God up there, like, Oh, that's a shot. You missed it. That's a shot and you missed it. Right. How could, how could you have shown Jesus to that person? How could you have opened their eyes to Mm -hmm. this injustice and humanized the situation? Oh, you missed it again. Like I can't imagine sitting and being that person forever just being afraid of right. what someone of the world is going to think when I know for yeah. sure that that silence is going to be displeasing God because ultimately like that's the only opinion that matters. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yes. And that's, that's exactly it. And what's, what is our witness, mm-hmm. you know, to there within the, the Christian community, but also to the world what is our witness mm-hmm. is our witness that we're silent on things that matter or we pick and choose a few topics that are hot button issues and and we you know can be really loud and proclaim what we feel about that but other things we're like mm, no you know we're just not going to say anything about that um and it is just so important to remember who who is this for it's yes as a byproduct of you know honoring god by speaking out then mm-hmm. then it will help and and make an impact for your brothers and sisters of color and, and your black brothers and sisters. But if you remember that this is godly, this is what God is asking of us.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and again, even like, sometimes you just gotta do it scared you know like fear is a real thing even though we we know that god has not given us a spirit of fear we know that doesn't mean that it doesn't creep up doesn't mean that it isn't very relevant it doesn't mean that everything's going to be hunky dory when you do try to have these conversations um but i i think there's a lot of for all the reasons that could be keeping you from speaking uh the main thing that is asking and imploring you to speak up which is Honoring God and representing His kingdom and bringing that kingdom of heaven to this kingdom on earth is has got to remain the main thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, couldn't say it better myself. Hey friends! So I had to interrupt this episode to give a shout out to our partner today. We are doing things a little bit differently on the Born for This podcast. Instead of having weekly sponsors, I'm having weekly episode partners who are other creators who have positively impacted my life. Today's episode partner is Wonderfully Made Art. Now, my friend Josie uses her God-given talents to create amazing watercolor, line art, and calligraphy pieces. One of my absolute favorite purchases was a custom design that incorporated a variety of gorgeous succulents that she made for my goddaughter's baptism gift. I was blown away by what she was able to make and how quickly my order was delivered. Head on over to her Instagram, give her a follow, and use the code Born for this, and receive 10% off your first purchase. That's wonderfully made art, W-A-N-D-E-R-F-U-L-L-Y-M-A-D-E dot A-R-T. Now let's get back to our chat. Moving forward, I'm curious, what is your, like, do you have this, like, a newfound vision of where you're taking your blog, or you know any are there any plans that you have moving forward that are different than I guess what 's happening now, or is it more of just like you said walking in that that god given purpose and and wholeheartedly and like fully pursuing this new this new blog space um, I would say it's it's a little bit of both um, i'm trying to stay
1: grounded for myself in that sense of. I can be very perfectionistic, which is not healthy or helpful, (laughs) you know, and so I can just have really harsh expectations on myself. So if I, you know, I don't want to get into that, that mindset of, Oh, if I, if I don't post this or if I don't write enough, or if I don't, you know, have this impossible measuring stick, then -hmm. I'll just get stuck again. So a lot of it for me is simply taking it one day at a time, you know, continuing to be prayerful and, and seeing how the spirit leads me to share what to share, Um, What to say, how to say it, and all of those things. Um, But I am excited that I am joining the Upside Down podcast, and I'm going to be a co-host for season five, which begins in September. So we actually... Um, have recently been doing planning for that new season. And I've been considering for a long time. I was going to say it because I feel like I've been talking about it in my head forever, (laughs) but, you know, just things like, you know, book club and, you know, just hosting some different groups and and things because I do share a lot of resources, like I said. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I've had people reach out and say, Oh, you know, I'm reading this book too. It'd be great to go through this with you. And, and I have thought about it. So there are, there are things like that kind of in the works and, um, But I'm trying not to put a lot of pressure on myself Mm -hmm. um, because I know I can tend to do that and just know that it's okay to rest. Yes. Which feels really hard, especially because uh, there's a sense of urgency. Yes. You know, I don't, I, I see that. There are people who are wanting so badly to get back to normal Mm -hmm. and don't want to go through the discomfort of unlearning (laughs) and people who are like, okay, it's been, you know, X X amount of weeks since George Floyd, can we stop talking about it now? You know, I see that creeping in, which is to be expected, but I don't want us to go back to normal if it means that our stories and our hurt and our pain are just going to be swept under the rug, Mm -hmm. you know, and continue to be ignored and invalidated. So Mm -hmm. there's a, so I'm fighting to like, hold that tension with knowing I've got to rest and it's not all on my shoulders because we serve a big, giant, mighty, amazing God. And it's not my job to, you know, change men's hearts, you know, women's hearts. It's not my job to change people, but I can plant seeds and I will continue to plant seeds you know, and if that means an Instagram story or a post or on Facebook or in, you know, conversations like this or in person when it's safe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, or book clubs or, you know, podcasts, then I'd, I want to continue to plant seeds and know that rest and joy as resistance are such important components because this is a weighty, weighty, heavy thing. Mm-hmm. And I just won't be able to keep going if, if I if I don't ever take a break.
0: Well, and I think it's safe to say that this is a an uh, unfortunate thing to say, that this is a marathon and not a sprint of a situation. Yes, yes that. <laughs> I've known a lot of people who were just so gung-ho about posting. It was multiple things every day, you know, for two or three weeks. And then now you see nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had that mentality like, okay, how can I how can I interact with people one-on-one or, you know, offer support, you know, as a therapist to, to people who are suffering or, or facilitate discussion that way. It doesn't always have to be online. Um, Mm -hmm. but then when I do share something online, I want it to make a, like, I want it to be purposeful and intentional. I don't just want to look at content and so much content and feel like, Oh, I've got to share this and share this and share this and put myself and everyone else on overload because this is a continual a conversation that needs to continuously happen mm-hmm. in order for there to be true, lasting understanding and change. Yes, absolutely. The so rest, agree. oh my goodness, rest is so, so <laughs> important to that. <laughs> to keep running.
1: It is. Oh my goodness. And I don't want to run out of steam. You know, there'll be seasons, there'll be ebbs and flow, like anything that you mm-hmm. talk about in life. Um, but I, I just know that there's, there is, again, that sense of urgency within me
0: that Mm -hmm. it feels
1: like, what if, what if I, what if I miss a weekend? What if I don't post something? You know, I'm like, no, no, that is way too much pressure and power I'm giving myself. I am one human, you know, a wife, a mother, you know, (laughs) like I have, I have a life, you know, Mm -hmm. outside of this. And I can't compartmentalize because Mm -hmm. I I am existing in this life as a black woman, but it doesn't mean that I want it to consume me um, because that's, that's not going to be healthy or helpful to anyone. And mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of people who started off strong, like you said, some of them unfortunately have just fallen off and probably will never come back, you know, mm-hmm. or it's gonna take another, you know, Tragedy. something significant, mm-hmm. you know, for them to be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I was doing that.
0: I didn't I, care I, about black people. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yes, that part. Yeah. Um, but
1: I think there are also some who are still just really I just want to emphasize this: you're going to get it wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. you're going to
1: get it wrong, So We all make mistakes. Every single one of us makes mistakes in pursuing this this work and and, mm-hmm. and advocating for justice, we're all gonna make mistakes and it's most important. Yes, I can see things or not see things mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna lie, I'm tempted to draw my own conclusions and I have to check myself and check my heart in that. Uh, but ultimately, you know what's motivating you. Mm-hmm. You know if you're not posting all the time on social media but if you are reading and learning and trying to have conversations with people, you know, and then the fruit of that will be seen. That's what's going to be mm-hmm. on display. And and I think that it's a beautiful thing to know there are so many different ways that we can engage. You know, mm-hmm. there's been amazing art that's come, you know, from this this movement, from this time. There's been songs and, and you know, artists drawing and there's been social media and there's been, you know, conversations happening and, you know, church movements and people like, whoa, like, you know, so much like waking up that is yes. really a beautiful thing. And I, and I of course... I I personally invested. I want to see it lasting, (laughs) you know, but either way I had to, when I finally said, okay, no more running. Mm -hmm. I knew I had to be committed and I knew that there are going to be things that um, I'm never going to see, but my hope and my prayer is that I will be able to be a legacy, you know, for my daughters and for their children and for anyone else who comes you know, after, as long as we're here on earth, you know, yes. um, until Jesus comes back that there are things that I may not ever see, but just as my ancestors put in their work so I can have what I'm experiencing, I want to do the same for future generations.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, you had shared on your blog, there was a, you had asked, um, I think you're in your Instagram stories, you know, how, how are people Taking action, like what's the action that they took today or just that day, and yes. I loved reading the responses. They were there were so many. I mean, there were a couple of repeats, but um, I feel like majority of what what the answers were were completely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought that that was so amazing to see just how how many options we have right now of of growing as as a person in, in, in this area in particular. And I just think that, you know, God is calling us to, to a greatness. Like we are, we are born with, with so much purpose that, you know, as long as we are walking in that purpose with God and allowing him to use us, he's got the rest. And, (laughs) you know, so if he's calling you to this, you know, that, and you're, you're open to his will. I feel like that when you're talking about like you just dipping, dipping your toe in and not jumping all in, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that jumping all in with God is, is surrendering and saying, yes. okay, I'm going to trust you in this and I'm going to say yes to it, but know that I'm overwhelmed and I can't do it all at one time. And then, mm-hmm. so I think once you have that, that moment of surrender in discernment and you give him that trust, then he he gets to show you okay this is the first step and then this is the next step and then it doesn't yes. have to be it doesn't always have to be a scary because you know, like it is in your time and we've got that free will and God, you know, is so gentle and loving with us to be able to say, okay, Patricia, like, you know, you're going to end up doing this, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to let you feel like you're in control. It's like, right. let me know when you're ready. Cause I'm still going to be here <laughs> and it's still going to be your calling and you're going to end right. up here eventually. It's just, just go ahead and pick your path. And if it's there, right, all right, well, I'll just, I'll still be here waiting and we'll still do this thing.
1: But, yes, you know, I, just, I, I love that so much. Yes, I mean that's that's what faith is. Yes, you know, I mean that's what faith is, and and that that that's one of I love that post too. I think I titled it "Take the First Step" because yes. even for me, I I did something I have never done before. I went to a local uh, peace rally. Mm, I yes. never, I had never protested. I had never been to a march or anything like that before, and I couldn't sleep the night before. I was terrified. I just didn't know what to expect. And my husband and I talked about it. We've had these conversations with our girls who are eight, five, and almost two. And um we decided to go as a family. So that was another layer of like, okay, you know, we were all messed up. We're going, you know, like, is this going to be be safe? safe? Is it going to be smart? Right. Like what, like, what are we doing out here? But I just felt like I needed to do this for me. I needed Mm -hmm. to, to show up in this way, which is Mm -hmm. different than anything I've ever done.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But it's faith because when you take that first step, God is with you. And when you take that next step, God is with you. When we take that leap, God is with you. And when you take those steps backwards and you're trying to not like feel, you know, like just bad because you think you messed up and you're like, oh no, I'm convicted,
0: God is still with
1: you. You know, yeah. he's, his grace and his mercy is still with you. And, and it's that's just the beautiful ending. thing.
0: Like that is what is so encouraging to me when I like, I'm struggling with that perfectionism, like you said, or, or just unsure of what is that next step and what, what is he calling me to, whether it's, how is he calling me to be, you know, an advocate for, you know, anti-racism and all of that, or, or, or my vocation or whatever is that. You got to be open and you just got to make that, just take that first step, just that first step. That's all mm-hmm. it takes. That's it. That's right. And, then let, him that. that. <laughs> and let him work through that.
1: Let him work through yeah. that. Right. Especially as, you know, women or men of the faith, you know, listen, listen to the spirit, you know, pray and ask, what yes. is my step, you know, <laughs> seek him.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, key. See, Kim. I'm like, I'm not. God's not talking to me. Why well, are you talking to him? Oh, like, oh, right. Like, go, <laughs> that line goes both ways. Goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patricia, thank you so much for for just being so vulnerable today and so just brave in in accepting God's will for you and extending that yes to Him. I just, I already see the fruits that are coming out of, out of that. Yes. And it's just such a joy to know you in person now. And I'm like, <laughs> we are legit friends. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> Never letting you go. <laughs> no, no. Like you're stuck with me, whether you want to be or not. Um, so how can I know you see an upcoming podcast and potential book study, which I will I'll obviously be signing up for if you do that. Um, how can, how can people find you? Where, where all are you located?
1: Okay. So I am on Instagram at Patricia underscore a underscore Taylor because some thoughts from your black friend is too lengthy. (laughs) Um, and then my blog is titled some thoughts from your black friend. And if you are on Facebook, I do have a public Facebook page as well. Some thoughts from your black friend by Patricia a Taylor. So you can find me in those spaces and then again, um, on Instagram as well, and Facebook at, um, upside down podcast. Um, I'm going to be starting, um, co-hosting with them in September for season five. So yeah, you can find me on the internet in those places. Yeah. I'm on Twitter a little bit, but you know, Twitter a little, it's a little, it's a, it's a, little a special much- place too. Yeah. Yeah. I never, never really got <laughs> yeah. into it. I feel like I run from Twitter. <laughs> Well, there's a lot happening, you know, I'm like, uh.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, I want all the listeners to just feel so encouraged that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to not be perfect at this pursuit of gaining knowledge and understanding and empathy for our black brothers and sisters. But what's important to remember is that action is needed and Mm -hmm. some type of action is necessary. Yes. So with that, I say, thank you, Patricia. You have been amazing. Thank you. It's been go, wonderful. Find her on Instagram. You will be so blessed by her beautiful smile and her dimples. <laughs> and it's just like, it'll warm your heart. So go <laughs> be friends with her because she's the best. Yes, and- come find me. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time on The Born For This Podcast. Thanks so thank much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to The Born For This Podcast. I hope you join us for next week's episode please make sure you're subscribing and I would be honored if you would share this episode with your friends on social media. If you enjoyed our chat today, it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review and a rating so we can make this podcast visible to as many people as possible. As always, remember that you were chosen by God to be in this world for a specific reason. Whatever God is calling you to, I hope you know you were born for this.